couple of things. One, the Antifa terrorist uh, that tried to firebomb the building was, uh, it was actually on an ICE detention center and uh, compound in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, I don't know where I said it was, maybe on the border somewhere. Any hizzle. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was one thing. And then, yeah, it was an ICE facility in, uh, Aurora, Colorado, where they tore down the American flag and put up the, Amer- uh, the Mexican flag. Why are you here? Why are you here if you like Mexico so much? Stay home. Stay home. And we don't want you here. You're not, you're not staying overnight. We're not going to have a sleepover with fucking popcorn and movies. Your ass can go right back home. Go fuck off. Um, other than those two corrections, got a couple of different things. Um, if you, dude, this is my, I don't know what this is. It's, I know it's a part of my humor, I guess. But Nick DiPaolo is one of my, one of the comedians I'm listening to most now. He's got a talk show. I just like his, his humor. It's old school New York. Uh, I, th- I know that I, I think I had the episode that already came out where I was talking about New York City, that everybody kind of agrees in the United States that New York City is the, uh, the place where you'll find the most unempathetic, unsympathetic people. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. The biggest amount of assholes, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the capital of assholes is New York City. Um, they take pride in that, all right? Don't think I'm just sitting here trying to shit on it. I used to live in New York. Um, Croton on Hudson. It's the dumbest title. It should have been Croton on the Hudson if you're going to include the river. But, um, it was a wonderful place to grow up. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I lived in New York for a while. We went to New York City often. It's, uh, it's pretty badass. Um, but then again, there's a lot of concrete. And I'm more of a sticks kind of guy. So uh, anyway, Nick DiPaolo is from the New York area, maybe Jersey, something like that. Uh, on top of all that, Donald Trump crashed a wedding over the weekend and uh, everybody there loved it. Uh, I don't quite know why, but unless he was just bored of <laughs> kicking ass, he... Uh, he crashed a wedding and everybody loved it. The fuck, what a gift for the bride and groom to be able to fucking shake his hand. The, the lady kept giving him hugs. The, the wife kept giving him hugs. Um, that's the shit. Everybody was chanting USA, USA. Fuck yeah, dude. What a badass wedding. That's a way to send somebody off. Shit. How about we have the greatest president of our lifetime, possibly ever, Show up to your wedding and give you a handshake and tell you how great you are in his Donald Trump fashion. <laughs> That's awesome. So anyway, um, Nick DiPaolo, great comedian. Uh, I highly suggest checking out his videos and him talking about shit. It'll just make you crack up the way that he talks about it. It's uh, it's pretty good. Obviously, he's a comedian. I'm not, so it's going to be much funnier than my episodes. Uh, with the exception of the gay episode. God, my gay episode, that part... I listen to it now and I'll still start cracking up. Um, I love those. I love those those spontaneous belly laughs that you just get out of any out of nowhere. Even though, yes, it was it was obviously during a pretty bad part where you're not supposed to laugh, which is why I think I was laughing so damn hard. <laughs> but um, besides all that, check out nickdepalo.com. I'm sorry, it's uh, Nick DePaulo on YouTube or nickdip nickdip.com. N i c k d i p.com. 
some other stuff. Uh, Chris Pratt's shirt. I'm sure you heard about this. Uh, the Gandis, Gandon, Gandon's, Gandon's flag. I can't think of the name of the flag. Anyway, it's the one that says "Don't tread on me." Um, that was made. When was that made? That was basically a fuck off to England. Don't fuck. Don't fucking tread on me. You know, don't don't act like you're gonna take away my rights. A lot of uh, Second Amendment guys have that flag. Uh, I'm a Second Amendment guy myself. I don't have that flag nor the shirt. I'd like both. Um, but anyway, uh, Chris Pratt was wearing it around when he because he just got married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, which is weird. But uh, I mean, she's hot, so I, I understand that. But it's just an odd setting. But anyway, um, and he was wearing that shirt. Chris Pratt is one of the cool ones. Like, you'll notice, he doesn't say shit. He truly tries to not invert his politics into anything. My goodness. Anyway, um, he doesn't try to inject his politics into anything. And, uh, and he's just a good actor. He's, he's fun to watch. I'm not the biggest fan of the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I thought it was kind of, hmm. You know, but besides that, uh, I did like his part, and uh, I like him as an actor. He was great on Parks and Rec. Um, if you didn't know, he was homeless at one point. That dude has been at the rock bottom of shit. He was living in a van. Literally living in a van down by the river. Um, good dude. He's funny. Uh, I wasn't... This is just me. I wasn't super attracted to his first wife. Not that that should have any bearing on anything. Just wanted to point that out. Wasn't a super big fan of hers. But, uh... I don't know, I'm sure she's probably a very lovely girl, just not my taste. Anyway, um, so yeah, the liberals were having a fucking meltdown because he was wearing a pro-America something. They're not going to stop. They're going to, whatever you think the limits are that they will get to, they're going to take 20 steps further. There is no stopping these assholes. They're already naked in front of kids out at their stupid pride shit, um, which actually I'm going to talk about the straight pride parade here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, doing that, fucking assless chaps, all this shit in front of kids, uh, sucking one another off at these fucking places, too. Uh, that's some of the other stories that I've heard now, given that's only hearsay for me, but, hey, I'm gonna take it. You know why? Because I'm not going to these fucking things. I'm not gonna go there just to investigate. You know what? I'm gonna go and look for guys sucking off other guys' dicks at these gay pride parades. I'm not doing it. So I'm going to take the hearsay. I'm going to, I'm going to accept that one like a fucking running back who's about to make a, uh, a touchdown run, okay? I'm going to accept it. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm going to follow my fucking my, my plan, and I'm going, to, I'm going to fulfill it that way, all right? So anyway, um, but yeah, that's the thing, dude. Chris Pratt, nice guy, doesn't get involved in anything, doesn't go out, go out of his way to fucking hurt anybody's feelings, nothing like that, and still get shit on there is nothing you can do, nothing you can do that, that will ever please the left. It will ne- even look at what they do themselves, dude. If you don't outright call everybody a fucking homo, uh, uh, homo, homophobe, God, I couldn't think of it, homophobe or sexist or racist or whatever, if you're not like on board with every single little thing that they do, you're bad. You are that thing that they are, want to call everyone else. And, uh, and that's just sad because he's a good guy, seemingly. I mean, I don't know him. Never uh, smoked weed with him or drank. What, what is that, the only way that you have to know somebody? Uh, dude, you get into some really deep conversations with people 
uh, that you smoke weed with. Let me just point that out, okay, as a, uh, a little thing about weed that people don't understand. Not given, I'm not a burnout, okay? I'm not going to sit here and fucking promote it and say, well, I do promote it, but I'm not going to promote all the bad things about it and all that other shit, all right? That can get a little annoying. But the one thing that most people don't understand about weed is you actually connect with people a little more. Weed people are super, super generous in trying to get other people to smoke their weed. Just go up to a circle and, and they'll pass you a joint. Try doing that with beer. <laughs> You'll get in a fist fight super quick. You try taking my fucking beer, it's game on, fuckface. You know what I mean? Any hizzle. So yeah, that's sad that that happened to uh, Chris Pratt. Now, the Straight Pride Parade. The Straight Pride Parade, which ha- is being ran by Super Happy Fun, Super super Happy Awesome America. Is that what it is? Super Happy, super happy Fun America? Something like that. Um, what they did, which is another ingenious thing by them, they are fucking super trollers, dude. These guys are awesome. They put out a list of sponsors for the Straight Pride Parade. Now, this was a trolling, okay? What they did is they put on companies like Google, like Netflix, uh, I think Instagram, Twitter, all of these places, so that it got the left super pissed, and they started writing in to Google and Twitter and all these other fucking liberal cesspools, and uh, and started shitting on them to the point where then they had to start coming out and having their lawyers send Super Happy Fun America, whatever you want to call them, I can't remember the name. I should by now, but anyway, uh, I do support them. Uh, started sending them scathing cease and desist letters. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, it's just a, a fun little troll, right? And on top of all that, Milo Yiannopoulos is going to be the... Uh, oh, fuck, what is he going to be? He's going to be the head guy that, that does it all off, which, again, is super ingenious and, and good for them. A couple of other things. Um... Let's see, which one do I want to talk about first? We'll say the storming of Area 51. If you didn't know that there there is an online sign-up for people to storm Area 51. Now, I I really am indifferent when it comes to this story for the most part, but uh, there are a couple of things that I am pulling out of it that kind of are, I'm going to call dumb. Now, I'm not calling the people dumb, but there are some dumb ideas here, okay? One... Uh, when this first started off, from what I understand, it was like a week or two ago, and there was like 250 people that signed up. What they, what the whole thing is, is that the premise, they were going to storm Area 51, get inside, and see what was what. See if there's any alien spacecrafts, alien... And if you didn't know, I don't know how you couldn't, but if you didn't know, Area 51 uh, at one time was absolutely secret. Uh, there was only rumors about it, but it was a super secret military base in which they housed supposedly aliens, alien spacecraft, and alien technology, okay? Uh, it's been the source of a many a different uh, sci-fi uh, stories, books, movies, TV shows, comics, all sorts of shit, conventions that are all over the United States of America. UFO Center is, is right there. It's always involved there. Um, and fuck, what was I going to say? It's over there in Nevada. What else was I going to say about that? Fuck, I'm starting to lose train of thought. Way to go, me. Um, yeah, way to talk about weed and then start losing my, my train of thought. Any hizzle. Um, so, they're going to storm it. And here's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up the bad parts about this. The bad ideas. Oh, by the way, it's gotten up to over 1.5 million people who have signed up for this. Now, in all reality, 
they might get half of that. They might get $750,000. Here's a part to think about, and I know that other people have thought about it because it's kind of been a common theme, is that they have said, well, okay, once we get so many people, it's going to be too many people for them to start shooting at us. So they understand because there are signs, and there have been numerous people. This shit, Area 51 started because of some uh, supposedly a UFO crash landing in the 1950s, I think it was, maybe 40s. So, well over 70 years. Or 70 years plus, maybe. And um, and all this shit was taken there. There's a whole bunch of other stories about, like, Florida and all over. All the different uh, Air Force bases. In fact, I was today looking up... I have a video of a UFO. Now, as I say UFO, I use it for what the actual title says. Unidentified flying object. Not a goddamn alien spacecraft. Could it be? I don't know. But I got a video um, up on, is it Lake Oscoda? It's in Oscoda, Michigan. There's an Air Force base right off a lake. And this flying object, it's unidentified, at night came in. It was maybe 100 yards away from me. And everybody that I was with saw it. I took a, a, a video of it. It made zero noise. I should, any kind of other spacecraft would have made a shit ton of, I mean, a one propeller plane would have made a ton of noise. Any other plane would have made noise. It made zero noise. It had lights on it. It came down, it hovered over the lake, and then, and maybe about, I don't know, 50 feet above the water and went over and it ended up landing. It was insane. I was actually trying to look for my video today. Um, the reason I didn't think it was all that important is because I don't think it's an alien spacecraft. It's just me. And you know where I stand with aliens. I think that they're fallen angels. I don't think that they're actual beings from other planets. That's just me again. So anyway, um, what else is I going to say about that? Oh, so people have tried since the fucking 50s have been trying to sneak into Area 51. It is heavily secured. Ooh, excuse me. And not just that, there are signs everywhere that say that uh, the soldiers on site, the security guards... Where soldiers, military soldiers, MPs, um, are, I think they have the right to shoot and kill you. I think that they try not to do that, but they have the right to. And so, obviously, these people who have started this sign-up thing understand that, again, because the common theme is, well, there's too many of us for them to start shooting and killing us. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think they shoot a couple of you. Your asses are going to backtrack pretty quick. Let's storm it. All right. Start running. And all of a sudden, pop, pop, pop. Motherfuckers are going to start backtracking in a real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Anyway. Also, I think they might have landmines. you got to think that they'll have landmines. And drones with guns on them. Which is kind of a stupid idea. But, uh, could be. It is military. Um... I think a better idea, a much, much better idea would, to, would to be to take that 1.5 million signees and say we're going to go march on Washington to have them open up Area 51 and tell us all of the other information that they need to be telling us. Oh, and by the way, let's dissolve the DEA, the ATF, and the... Wait, what did I say? The DEA, the CIA, and the ATF. Yeah, dissolve those fuckfaces and get them out of a job. Um... All that being said, so storming Area 51, I think, is overall a bad idea, but I'm still indifferent. I'm, I'm interested to see what will happen. Oh, and on top of all of that, 
The part that kind of irks me the most is the fact that they're not doing it for another two months. Sure, yeah, no, the government isn't going to, to go and uh, take away and hide all of the secret fucking alien shit that's in there. No, they wouldn't do that. You've only given them two fucking months to get it done. God, uh, that's a little dumb. That's a little dumb. There's not going to be a thing to see in there. Uh, and not just that, but how are you going to storm through doors that you need a securance key or a fucking handprint or maybe even an eyeball? What are you going to go take a take a senator and cut his fucking heads off head off and and go use it like they do in the movies? What? You're going to get to the door and that's it. <laughs> There's nothing else. You're going to get past the fucking landmines and the shots and all that other shit. You're going to get to the door and go, fuck, we didn't think this through. <laughs> all right, well, shit. Okay, so next on the agenda, uh, actually two more things on the agenda. Let me put on my seat belt. Spit out my gum. <coughs> Next on the agenda is Rand Paul versus John Stewart. Now, I didn't say anything right away, and sometimes I'll do this. I didn't say anything about uh, John Stewart going in front of the Congress, a very empty Congress, mind you, and speaking on behalf of the firefighters um, that uh, went into 9/11, went into the the World Trade Towers, um, and started getting people out. So what's happened to a lot of those firefighters are that um, they were exposed to all sorts of chemicals, uh, asbestos and things like that. And a lot of them have gotten cancer and things along those lines. Um, And John Stewart was coming in because I guess we aren't, or it isn't getting funded appropriately the guys aren't getting the money they're they're facing all sorts of red tape in order to get into the hospitals and be treated um and be made comfortable and all that other stuff in fact uh one i think one firefighter died uh two weeks ago maybe um well Rand paul ended up blocking it and when i saw that i go wow uh that's kind of rough and i was kind of I was kind of on the fence about Jon Stewart. This is the thing about Jon Stewart. I don't like him. I don't like Jon Stewart. I didn't like him when he was on The Daily Show. Uh, I think he's a pompous asshole. And um, I, I don't like the fact that when he's confronted about news and facts and politics, he reverts back to, well, I'm just a comedian. So it's, it's a passive, coy measure in order uh, to not have to take a stand and have to defend that stand. And I've noticed, I've, I've noticed, I, I, I noticed it a long time ago with him and it really, I don't like that. I don't like it when you find a scapegoat for, uh, having to defend yourself or defend your, your beliefs that you have. It's like fucking come to the table with facts and your opinion and your argument and logic and reason and common sense and all that fun shit. And now we can have a discussion. But when I call you out on something, if you turn around and go, well, I'm just a comedian, so, you know, you can't really attack me, which is what he did on Crossfire where uh, Tucker Carlson, one of his first shows was. And uh, he called Tucker Carlson a dick. Sorry, I'm going to defend Tucker Carlson. He's a good dude. Um, And not only that, 
but you call him a dick, and then when he calls you out on something, he he turns around and calls you, well, I'm just a comedian. Yeah, but you you attack the the right, you attack conservatism, you attack people who are constitutionalists, and then when somebody calls you out on it, you turn around and and uh, and scapegoat yourself out in order not to have to defend your 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 views, which is bullshit. So, and I've never ever, not one fucking time, have I liked when anybody puts a comedian in front of Congress in order to argue their case. That has pissed me off. So it would be the same with a celebrity, just a celebrity who came up making movies and TV shows and shit like that. And next thing you know, they're, they're talking about fucking politics. I didn't like it when fucking, what's his name? Um, oh, what was his name? The fucking dude that got hit from the Democrat party. He was, uh, he wasn't Pat on SNL, but he was the one that was like, uh, he did that skit where in it, he was looking in a mirror and he said, well, doggone it. People like me, that guy. Now, here's my contradiction. Ronald Reagan, Trump, and Donald Trump are both presidents. Well, if I don't like what they're doing over here, how can I like Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan? I don't like that aspect. I don't like the aspect that a uh, celebrity got in, uh, that they were celebrities and they're now in office. However, I'm beholden to the idea that, you know what, and, and I didn't, I didn't, I even admitted that on this podcast. I didn't like Trump in the beginning. And I think I mostly didn't like him because he was a celebrity. However, uh, look at what he's doing. He he certainly turned me into a supporter, uh, and I voted for the guy. Um, he's a good dude. So, you know, I don't like that aspect. I wrestle with it. But certainly when you have the setting that we have now where uh, uh, John Stewart, you know, he had The Daily Show. I don't know if you knew this, but Stephen Colbert uh, had... The Colbert Report, where he uh, played a fictional Republican, um, which was a spinoff from The Daily Show. Well, guess what the Democrats did? They had Stephen Colbert go in front of Congress once or twice. You have a comedian who is a fucking jester getting up there and arguing your points for you. Are you serious about this? You know what I mean? Are you actually serious about whatever it may be, whatever issue that you're having them come and speak on? That's what bothers me about it. It's that you're not taking this seriously. I just rewatched uh, uh, Talib. What is her name? Fucking something Talib. The congresswoman from Michigan who, oh, ugh, I can't believe it's my own state, but it is. Um, she, so there's a video that just surfaced uh, from 2016 where she was being escorted out of. Uh, one of Donald Trump's rallies, and she was screaming at everybody, screamed at the people that you're crazy and Donald Trump's bad and all this other shit. So it's just more evidence to show you that this bitch is unhinged, and she has been that way for a very long time. And she acts like a child. She was in uh, uh, Congress, this is a few months back, where she asserted that one of the Republican um, Congress members who had, what happened was he brought a friend of Donald Trump's who was black, and this was all based off of uh, the left calling Donald Trump racist, and this friend of Donald Trump was a woman, she was a black woman, and she wanted to come and, and basically be there in support of Donald Trump to show that, no, he's not a racist, I'm a close friend, you know, I love his family and all this other shit, and this guy had her come with him, and I think she asked him or something along those lines. Well, Tlaib 
fuck, what is her name? Something to leave. Something to leave. Anyway, she, uh, she so oddly called him out and said that it's a racist act for you to bring a black person of color, I'm sorry, a black person as a prop, um, in here to prove a point or whatever it was. And then you had this guy speaking over her during her stupid fucking speech going, uh, the rules are pretty clear. You can't just call me a racist. And then went to the chair who, oh God, I can't remember his name either. The bald black guy. You just look up the chair of the Congress. And, um, and that guy is such a cunt. He turned and he was like, order, order on the chair. And then he looked at her and he goes, you certain, or you must not have meant what, you must not have meant that he was a racist or something like that. And it was like, are you fucking leading the witness, your honor? You dick. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. And then she got on a couple minutes later in a much nicer tone going, uh, what I meant to say was this, and I wasn't calling him a racist. I was saying it was a, a, a racist act to do this. It's like, no, that's, what are you, a fucking fifth grader? You child? That, that is calling somebody racist. You fucking cunt. You freshman stupid bitch. Shut your fucking mouth. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it goes to show you how fucking unstable this broad is. Especially the, the squad. And the one bitch that nobody knows who the fuck she is. You got Tlaib, you got Ilhan Omar, and you got AOC. And then you got this fourth bitch. No one knows who the fuck you are. <laughs> but you're going to sit up there. Uh, Nick DiPaolo that I just got done talking about. He has a video on it. And he's like, who is that bitch back there? She looks like she could have been a, a linebacker for the fucking Bears. <laughs> she could too, dude. She's a big bitch. Anyway. They're unhinged. Where was I going with all that? Ron Paul. Oh, so Rand Paul. So Rand Paul blocked this. And uh, John Stewart came out firing off, running his mouth. And uh, again, I didn't quite know where to stand on this. I didn't want to just make an episode shitting on John Stewart if he was doing something right. I think maybe if he's being truthful, if he's being truthful, um, that his heart is in the right place. Uh, I certainly would like to see the guys that put their lives on the line for the city of New York uh, during a time when our country was attacked. Uh, I think it was uh, the government that did that, but that's me. But these guys, it didn't matter who did it. These guys went in there and started saving lives, and um, and now they're dying. Now they have cancer. Now, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them have serious health problems. And uh, I think that. There was an agreement which they were going to get paid by the government and they need to be taken care of by the government. Um, that's a promise that needs to be kept. And all of that being said, Rand Paul came out with a video after being attacked by Jon Stewart. And I haven't seen him this fired up in a long time. And he went in deep on Jon Stewart. He was like, that. he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what I'm doing. What I'm doing is, one, we have been paying this, these guys. We've been paying them for a very long time. And they get checks every month, and we make sure to take care of them. However, as an increase, yes, we want to do that, but we also want to be financially sound. Is that too much to ask? I know a lot of people would go, well, that's fucked up. You know, all of a sudden he cares about the, the uh, deficit. Rand Paul has always cared about the deficit, always, from day one. He and his father have always talked about the deficit that we're facing in this country. That has been number one. 
Mind you, it should be number one for everybody. Our money is broken, okay? The number one issue that can fix every other issue, and it's the only issue that can do that, is money, okay? Rand Paul wants to do a full audit of the Federal Reserve. Ron Paul wanted to do the same. These guys have been at this for a very long time. They have been calling this shit out for a very long time. Now, that being said, oh fuck, I'm just losing my train of thought. What did he say about this? It wasn't that, all right, he, uh, he wanted to pull a bill out and watch it. It wasn't just because, fuck, god damn it, there's a video and I'm now losing train of thought. This is actually a big point that I can't think of right now. Fuck me. Uh, there's a video, you just gotta watch the video. God damn it. It's on YouTube, it's like 10 minutes long. It's him responding to Jon Stewart. Rand Paul responds to Jon Stewart. Just type that in and you'll find it. Fuck, what was that major point that he made? I just, I just had it on the tip of my thumb. My tip of my thumb? My tip of my tongue. Fuck. Anyway, he made a really big point. Well, now I'm not going to be happy with this episode. See, this would almost be something that I'd want to delete this episode for. Because I can't think of this major point that I was just about to make. That actually put me in... Um, it's... Yeah, I'll admit it. Yeah, I was kind of questioning what Rand Paul was doing. But after I watched his video and what he said and what he did, um, I go, yep, that's it. It's cool. Yeah, it makes sense. That's what that's what Rand Paul does. And he's not a bad guy for doing it either. We, I mean, he even admitted, I remember him even admitting that he wanted to help them out, that he was all for helping them out, but he wanted to do it. Oh, that's what it was. Taxation is taking money from us to give it to someone else. That's what it is. That's exactly what taxation is. It isn't too much for us to look at Rand Paul and go, okay, so you're not wanting to tax us. You're not wanting to to steal money from me to give it to someone else, right? And that's exactly what income tax is. It's stealing from us for the government to use as they see fit. It's bullshit. We should not have an income tax. We didn't have one before 1913. We should not have one. We've barely had one over over 100 years. It's been 106 years that we've had an income tax. There's a couple people alive today that we didn't that lived when we didn't have an income tax given they were only a baby, whatever. But their parents weren't getting fucking taxed. You know what I mean? It is absolute theft. Think about it. You go off to work, you work 8 hours, you work 40 hours a week, right? You make your money. The government does not provide you with tools. Will they provide you with roads? Are you really suggesting that uh, independent contractors couldn't keep up the roads? Really? And even if they couldn't, are you really saying that Ford and GM and Chrysler and Mazda and fucking Toyota, Tesla, whatever it may be, wouldn't come up with cars that could deal with shitty road conditions? Are you really telling me that? In fucking correct. Anyway... Um, so you go off and you work and the government doesn't supply you shit. They don't come in and help you. They don't do dick for you. However, after you've worked that eight hours in a day, 40 hours in a week, after you worked 80 hours in two weeks, whatever it may be, however often you get paid, the government sees fit to come in and take about a third of your profits. They come in and go, well, you owe us this, and we're going to go spend it over here. We're going to go give it to Planned Parenthood. We're going to go give it to NASA. We're going to go give it to these people and those people. Because we think that that's where money should go. 
If you ever hear of government funding, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as government funding. It's taxpayer funding. It's theft funding. They're basically playing an asshole role of Robin Hood. They're stealing from us, the poor, and giving it to other people. Well, some the rich too. But then they're giving it to fucking other people. It's horseshit. And Rand Paul's coming out to go, you know what? I'm going to balance these fucking books, guys. Let's not get out of control, okay? And by the way, it isn't just because the 9-11 guys came up and he somehow, some way, has a, has a fucking stick up his ass about those guys. And he wants to hurt them somehow. That isn't even fucking in the vicinity. It's not a real thing. He is like that all the time. Always has been. Rand Paul has been at the forefront of trying to get the fucking books balanced. He is, he is, he's the reason that I know that we have, that we've had national debt ever since 1865, which was the last time that we didn't, was it 1865? Fuck. Am I fucking this up? I know 1865 was the time that we abolished slavery. Was it also the last time that we had a, a uh, surplus or we had money and some dickhead came along and was like, well, we got this money. We need to spend it. And then it's just started a fucking waterfall effect to constantly keep going um anyway so all of that being said uh yeah i'm gonna take Rand paul's side on that uh i believe that he does want to help out the uh the first responders the firefighters and all that stuff um but uh yeah like i said i'm, I'm very cautious when it comes to john stewart doing anything and i you know what you got to give credit where credit's due one i hope that he I, I hope this is just a difference in opinion and, uh, you know, that, that's all it is. I hope there's no real ill intent behind any of these guys. I hope that Jon Stewart's heart's in the right spot, even though I'm, I'm not a big fan of his politics. And I will give this to him is that he credited Donald Trump's, uh, uh, justice department for, uh, for doing right by the firefighters and whatnot. So, you know, this is... It's hopefully it's just an unfor- unfortunate thing, and it's not like I said by any any means of ill intent. All of that being said, uh, last thing, yes, I understand that it's been a couple days since my last podcast. I have been in the works of something pretty massive for myself, uh, and in part, this podcast and my persona and everything else that I've been doing uh, with my book. Um, pretty massive. Hopefully, it works out. Um, I've reached out to, uh, someone and, uh, I got a response and, uh, turned in some stuff and now I'm waiting uh, anxiously. And I think for anybody that goes through something like that, uh, that, that, you know, is working on something that's so, so big as like your life's work, just the mere waiting, it could be seconds, it could be minutes, it's, is can be agony, you know, to hear another response, so, um, we'll see, you know, I can't, I can't assume that anything's going to come right out of it, but, um, I'll have hopefully more to tell you at some point in the, in the near future, but, uh, we'll, we'll see, and, uh, certainly you'll know if, uh, shit goes, goes good, um, and either way, I mean, no matter what, it's still going to be in the spot where I want it to be, it just depends on the time, so, any hizzle, um, yeah, get a hold of me on Facebook, uh, John Omerchada, uh, Twitter, at J Merchada, no O, I don't know why they did that, but that's what they did, just like what they did at Ellis Island, Tess Irish, fuckers, anyway, um, at J Merchada on Twitter, 
Uh, you can email me, uh, metv, that's metv1105 at gmail.com. Leave me a voice message. Let me know what's up, what you like, what you don't like. Tell me to go fuck myself or that you think I'm awesome. Uh, or give me information that you may have on some shit that you want me to get out there. Or, you know, whatever. Just get a hold of me. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, the episode, my last episode, where I thanked you all. And uh, more shit's coming up. So be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.